Welcome back to Talks with Stephanie. Good morning, Grand Rising family. I hope everyone is doing well. Happy holidays. We are almost in the new year. We, I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh my God, this is what I want for the new year. Listen, whatever you want to manifest for the new year, keep that shit to yourself. But make it happen. Work on it. All right? We've been dealing with Covina for two years. She is worse than a motherfucking side chick, okay? So at this point, I need everyone to just be mindful. If you got a cold, if your back hurt, go get checked out. It doesn't hurt to do so. Male, female, cat, dog, go get checked out. Why? Because as you surrounding yourself with other people that you may love, your friends, whatever, work, you might be affecting somebody and don't even know. Let's not be careless. Let's be proactive. Drink your vitamins. Work out. Switch up the way you eat. Stop drinking. Drink more, you know, drink more water. Um, Take a walk. You know, don't allow COVID to bring you down if you do have it. Let it take out that time to reevaluate. What can I do different? How can I protect my family? Um, But don't allow it to bring you down, especially during these holiday seasons. We're stronger than that. We are very strong. So that's my piece of advice to all of you. I hope that you take heed to it. So, on this segment, I'm going to talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So, I'm going to get right into it. During this season, I've noticed that a lot of people are mourning different situations. Whether they're mourning the death of a loved one, whether they're mourning a relationship, a friendship, a work environment, a a certain pattern. You know, mourning looks different for everybody. Grieving looks different for everybody. Because at the end of the day, you may sit here and say that you're good. Like, yeah, I'm straight. And low-key, no, you're not. <laughs> and the only person you lie to is yourself, whether people around you see it or not. You need to learn how to sit in your feelings, regardless of what those feelings are. Sit in them, but don't stay in them. See, there's a difference. Just because you sit in your feelings for the moment, that means you're allowing yourself to feel. At the same time, um, you are not staying there, meaning... You just get into a zone where all week, for the next two weeks, three weeks, um, you just block everybody off. One thing that you need to do if you feel like you are going to do that, give the people that you care about a heads up. Like, hey, it's, it's going to be a rough couple of days for me. I'm not in the right space. And, you know, I'm going to disconnect for a little bit. I will check in with you. And that's it. Give people that space. Let people know that, hey, I'm, I need to deal with something, but I'm okay in the aspect of, I'm going to check in with you. I want you. I don't want you to worry. So keep those, you know, keep that in mind. Again, it's okay to be in your feelings about whatever you're grieving, but don't stay there. There's a lot of people that need you. There's a lot of people that love you. There's a lot of people that want to be present, and sometimes they don't know how to. So if you don't let them in in order to assist, how are they going to, how can they be present for you? How are you allowing yourself to be present? So understand these next couple weeks is going to be a shift. And, you know, be mindful that the shift is coming. And if it hasn't, girl, boy, (laughs) it's coming. And it's best that we prepare ourselves by being open-minded, by trying to be present for ourselves before we're present for anybody else, Um, by trying to just pour into ourselves. We can't pour out of an empty cup. It's not going to work. It doesn't matter what role you play. 
whether you're a friend, a family, a coworker, etc. You continue to pour from an empty cup, you're going to burn out. And burnout is very real. I've experienced burnout for the last two months. You know, um, as a mother, social worker, student, all this other shit. Like, it's real. And one thing I could definitely say is that I'm proud on how I've handled my burnout. When I needed to call out, when I needed to address something, go to the doctor, whatever, I did that. I didn't say, damn, but I got to do this, and damn, I got to do that. No, I took whatever steps I had to take. I phoned my supervisor and kept it moving. Because at the end of the day, I still have to function. And if I'm no good, how can I be of service to my clients? How can I be present for my son? Um, How can I be a great student? You know? So these are things that I'm just putting out there because at the end of the day, everyone's going through something. It doesn't matter what you see on social media. It doesn't matter what you fucking hear. At the end of the day, people go through shit. Some people know how to mask it. So don't think that, oh, my God, I'm the only one going through something. No, bitch, you're not. Okay? People are going through stuff. And some people, again, know how to mask it. Other people don't talk about it. Then you have those that are willing to talk about it, to share their experience so that that can be used to motivate you. You never know. But with that being said, definitely take care of yourself. You know, it's okay to find different ways to, you know, preserve your energy, to preserve you. Um, another thing I want to mention is the fact that we have to be okay with um, minding our motherfucking business. <laughs> And I say that because, you know, again, this is a season where everyone wants to be around family or friends and stuff. It's the holidays. But let's be fucking mindful on our approach. Not everybody wants to have certain conversations. And you got to learn to read the fucking room. Okay? Read the room. You know, this is the holiday season. Nobody want to be asked questions about, oh, what happened here or what's been done. If the person is willing to tell you or, you know, create that space and be like, hey, do you have time to to just listen or give me some advice? Definitely be present. But if the person ain't fucking ask you, the person did not bring it to your attention or anything of that sort, just don't ask. It's not the time. You know, everybody responds differently to certain to certain circumstances, excuse me. So let's just mind our motherfucking business this season. You know, it's been it's been an interesting year enough. We're already going into year three with COVID. People already got so much on their mind. And sometimes when it comes to questions, people just don't have the energy to even respond to them. And it's important that we all read the room, even if it's just comments. Keep the comments to yourself. Don't throw no low shade, you know? Be happy for somebody. Be genuinely happy. And if that's, and that's, if that's something you can't do, it's okay. Just let them know, like, you know what? This conversation ain't for me, and I'm going to leave it at that. You know, let's have some etiquette when it comes to that. <laughs> but I'm not saying that for anyone to feel some type of way. I'm just going by my observation. And these last couple months, you know, whether it's in the work environment. I've just, I've seen it all. And I'm just like, you know what? Some people need to work on reading the room. And we just all need to do that as a whole. It's important. It's important. There's always a time and place for stuff. Um, I just want to shout out the graduates of 
2021. Those that finished in December, congratulations, such as myself. Um, We did it through a pandemic. I mean, we should definitely give ourselves a pat in the back because it doesn't matter how long you've been in school or what training you completed or whatever. If you've done something for yourself, whether you got into school, whether you got your first apartment, your car, you, you know, got over a fear, um, you're taking an exam that nobody know about, or you got promoted, um, you did something you love, whatever. Give yourself a pat on the back. You deserve it. And I'm very proud of you. Um, So definitely, definitely understand that we work so hard. We are always trying to do this and do that. And sometimes when we take our time for ourselves, it's like, damn, do I really need to do this? Yes, you need to do it. You definitely need to do it. If that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to advance in, do it. So for the class of 2021, for those who just tackle goals, conquer fears, and all that other good shit, I'm proud of you and congratulations. You did that shit. Uh, let me get right into this whole topic of the devouts. Now, I call this topic the devouts because <laughs> I've been following the devouts for a long time. You got um, Deval, you got his wife, Kadeem. And during these last couple months, you know, the way that they present themselves on social media or just give us snippets of their life. I feel like it has shaped the way women and just men view how a relationship or what communication looks like or what support looks like. Um, Again, I'm dibbering and dabbering in this episode, and I just want to thank y'all for even tuning in this far. Um, But back to my topic. So watching them these last couple months and how they brought this, this child into the world was beautiful. And I was recently having a conversation with one of my best friends. And, you know, she's like, yo, we need a devout. I said, we, everybody need a fucking devout. Because at the end of the day, this man didn't wake up to become this man. It was a lot of trials. It was a lot of tribulations. And they did what they had to do to be that couple that they are today. I'm not saying, oh, my God, they are a power couple. What I'm saying is they are showing us via social media that communication is important. That we all have fallen short and it's okay. That if you want to fix something, you will. Um, that if you want to be present for your children, you can. And there's different ways how to do it. Um, they also show that whether you're in a relationship or not, co-parenting can be effective. Um, co-parenting can be effective, can be positive. It doesn't always have to be nasty. And in this day and age, I'm noticing, especially on social media, because social media honestly shapes a lot of shit. And when it comes to co-parenting, I feel like it doesn't have to be nasty. I've seen on social media that, you know, parents going back and forth, arguing, exposing, doing all this unnecessary stuff. Baby, that's too much energy. That's too much energy. That's energy that you could put into one of your goals. That's energy you could put into sitting down with your kid and teaching them something new and having patience, cooking, cleaning up your motherfucking house, finding ways to pay your bills. But to sit here and argue with somebody that does not want to be present in any way or has showed you that in the past, you're wasting your time. Let's not go too far. The baby and I think her name is Danny, um, they, they did too much at one point. They did a lot. 
at one point. I don't know if y'all remember that. Where, you know, she was on live talking about all this stuff and what he's done. And he was really dismissing her. This is a whole newborn. How can you sit here and dismiss her in that manner? Now, if you don't want this woman in your house, say that. You know, if you don't want a relationship, say that. However, you ain't have to do it like that. You know, that right there could have turned into something, could be turned into something positive meaning. Have a conversation. Have a sit down. If that don't work, go to the courts. Figure out who's going to have who. Because some people, yes, you can actually sit down and have a conversation with. Then you got other motherfuckers who are petty. It's just not going to work. So for my parents that are currently trying to co-parent or been doing this co-parenting for like a long ass time, you know, feel free to share some ideas on my page. Um, Feel free to just put it out there. I'm definitely going to make a post and, you know, post it as far as what can you do to improve your co-parenting with your child's father. I think that's what I'm going to do. Or the child's mother. Listen, we can't always put everything on dads. Sometimes women, us women, we are whack. You know, we don't step up when we need to. And I know some people want to feel some type of way about that, but it's facts. <laughs> like, we always come into these niggas about X, Y, and Z, but bitch, what do you bring to the table? What have you done? And now that you have kids, your mindset got to be totally different. You got to move differently. I'm not saying here saying, oh my God, you got to be a saint. No, what I'm saying is your priority changes. And once your priorities change it in that way, everything else has to flow. Everything else has to change. And also, it has to make sense. Like my, like a good friend of mine always says, stop. If it don't make sense, it ain't going to happen. That's it. It has to make sense. So, with that being said, I want to thank all of y'all for tuning in. Again, this episode was a little dibba, a little dabba, a little this, a little that. Um, I'll be posting more episodes in January. I just wanted to wish all of you guys happy holidays. Be safe. Be proactive. Be present. If your cup is not full, invest in filling up your cup. God bless. Stay warm.